Are you ready for dinner, Henry? I suppose so. Wonderful. Right this way. So, Henry, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. What would you like to know? Hmm, let's see. How about you tell us how you got into this whole exorcism business? Oh, well, uh, trade school? <laughs> well, yes, of course. But I meant more along the lines of what made you want to become an exorcist? Right. Um, I, I guess it was mainly just, you know, the same reasons most exorcists got interested. You watch all those TV shows and movies growing up, and it looks so cool and exciting and important. How, how could you not want to be one? The shows and movies, of course. Are those still as popular as they used to be? I can't quite recall the last time I saw a new demon-centric narrative. I don't think they're as popular as they have been. Not sure if there's any new stuff. I think one of the older shows is still running. Yeah, Damien's Anatomy. And they still show reruns of older stuff, too. Um, I do think they're doing a remake of one of the classic movies, though. Which one? Um, I think... Oh, what was it? The one about the fashion executive? The Devil Wears Armani? Oh, yeah, that's the one. Oh, good lord, that one? <laughs> well, how does the real thing live up to the hype, Henry? Oh, well... I mean, it's different in real life, obviously. You're not saying that every day isn't a race against the clock to save the prom from demonic infestation, are you? <laughs> uh, it, it's more like, um, house investigations, paperwork, routine checks, and simple exorcism rituals, and mostly just paperwork, honestly. Most people are pretty diligent about demons. That makes sense. I mean, it's hard not to be well-educated on demons in this day and age. The early symptoms are so obvious that it's nearly impossible not to notice. You'd have to be really trying to ignore the signs. And it's much less of a hassle when caught early on. Right. Um, how about both of you? How did we get into exorcism? No, not... Uh, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, how did you get into your field? Medicine. Oh, of course, of course. Well, I went to medical school. <laughs> to be honest, I've always had an interest in medicine. Like, you know how little kids would play doctor? That was my absolute favorite. I used to drive my sister crazy with how often I'd want to play, and I never wanted to play anything else. Pretty much as soon as I had the cognitive ability to plan ahead, I had a game plan. Good grades, relevant AP classes, skill building, scholarships, the best medical school in the country. I graduated top of my class with a medical PhD and then went straight into neurosurgical residency under the top neurosurgeon in the U.S. Or she was, before I exceeded her. That's really impressive. Thank you. So you were a neurosurgeon? 
Or are? Mm. I still consider myself a neurosurgeon, even though my field of work has expanded a bit. A small change in circumstances. But yes, a neurosurgeon. Do you know what a neurosurgeon is? That's someone who does brain surgeries, right? Right. Essentially. Anything to do with the nervous system, really. Sounds like a difficult line of work. Oh, absolutely. It isn't an easy career path. But it is incredibly rewarding. Right. That's good. What happened, then? What happened? Well, you said circumstances had changed, didn't you? How did you end up doing things like house calls instead of neurosurgery? <laughs> right. Yeah. I suppose you could say I started my own practice. I was able to do a lot of good work with my former employers, but... Their policies kept me from being able to do as much as I wanted to. I tried to encourage them to shift their views, to open their eyes to the possibilities. But it can be difficult for some people to break away from tradition. So I left. I'm no longer a part of any big and fancy medical institution, but... I'm still able to do what I love, and without outdated policies holding me back. I see. And, uh, how about you, Atticus? Oh, me? Uh, y yeah. How about you? Oh, it's, um, kind of a long story. Oh. You don't have to get into it, if you don't want to. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. Oh, would you just look at the time? It's getting so late already. It is. I should probably, uh... Atticus? Yes, Doctor? Would you be able to show Henry around? I would do so myself, but I'm afraid I should really check in on Colin. Especially with the risk of demonic energy in this house. Of course. It's a little late to be doing any real investigating, but at the very least you can get a bit familiar with your surroundings before heading to bed. Uh, right. Well, have a good night, you two. If you should require anything before morning, Atticus resides in the room next to yours and she can help you with anything you need. Right. Um, good night then. Well, then, uh, let me show you around the mansion. Uh, this, this is the dining room where we've been sitting for the past 30 minutes. Dining in. Right. Um, and right this way, we enter one of the hallways of the house, of which there are many. The very exciting hallways. Uh, they are like the, the veins in the body taking you from one room 
to the next. Atticus? Um, and um, there's the windows. You can see, uh, well, you can, you can sort of see the garden. Uh, kind of hard to see with the rain, especially with it being dark out. But um, that's where the garden is. Um, and down here... Atticus. Um, yes? What am I doing here? Um, well, getting a tour of the mansion. That's not what I mean. Why was I brought here? Well, um, to, to inspect the mansion, of course. Atticus? I'm not stupid. I... I know you aren't. The doctor. She's... What was that? Uh, um, I, uh, I don't know, uh, thunder? <sighs> I'm going outside. Oh, wait! You'll catch a cold out here. That's my car. I guess the wind must have... Ugh. I... I'm sorry about your car. It's cold out here. And you're soaking wet. We should get you inside. So you don't catch a cold or, or get struck by lightning. Yeah. Let's go inside. Here, you can dry yourself off with this. And, um, you can wear this robe while your clothes dry. It used to belong to Mr. Belmont. I don't think Francesca will mind too terribly. Well, it may be better if we keep this between the two of us. I just didn't think anything of mine or the doctor's would fit you. Sorry. It's okay. Thank you. I'll, uh, let you dry off. And I'll, um... Do you like hot chocolate? I could make you some hot chocolate. Um... Do you have any tea? Oh, uh... Tea? Um, uh... Probably. I can... Yeah. I'll make you some tea. Um, what kind of tea would you like? Um, what teas do you have? Uh, I am not quite sure. Uh, well, whatever you have should be fine. Are you sure? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, I'll go make you some tea. She doesn't know how to make tea, does she? Which way did she 
this is absolutely fucking ridiculous. To think that she would. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Would you watch where you're going? I'm very sorry. Uh, oh, it's you. Oh, uh, are, are you Mrs. Belmont? I am. Oh, well, it's... Uh... What exactly are you wearing? Uh, uh, my, my um, clothes got wet in the rain, so they... So they gave you my late husband's clothes. <sighs> right. Of course they did. I... I'm sorry. I'll, uh... Forget it. Doesn't matter. If you don't mind, I need to go dry off as well. Right. Um. Uh, Atticus? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm in here. Oh, um, okay. Sorry, I, I probably should have stayed in the room. No, no, it's it's fine. I, sorry, I've just never made tea before. I, I'm just trying to. You really don't have to. It's not a big deal. I can. No, win. no, I can do it. I could tell you how to do it. Um, you uh, you need hot water, right? Right. Uh, is there a tea kettle? I'm I'm sure they must have one around here somewhere. Uh. I can check the top cabinets if you want to check the bottom ones. That works. And uh, depending on what type of tea we're making, um, sometimes it can be helpful to have a thermometer to gauge the temperature of the water. You don't just boil the water? Uh, well, um, uh, y you can, uh, but I I if you really want to get the most out of the tea you're making, it can be helpful to know the optimal temperature for that tea. Like, um, delicate teas usually do better with lower temperatures, while some teas uh, re uh, require more heat in order to let the leaves release all the good stuff that's in them. Oh, uh, that's... I, I didn't realize so much went into making tea. Right, uh, sorry, I, I can just... No, no, it's totally fine. I can do it. Oh, teacups. Ah, right. Yes, those would be useful. Okay, there we go. Oh, I found the kettle. Um, I don't know if there's a thermometer anywhere, though. I mean, I'm sure they have one somewhere. I just have to... It's okay. Um, depending on what type of tea it is, I can probably just watch the water and let you know. Right, um... Well, do you, do you want to pick the tea? I, um, I grabbed this box, but um, mainly so I could read the instructions. Um, it, it's green tea. I think I just grabbed it because it had tea on it in big letters. Um, is this a good tea? Uh, yeah. Green tea's fine. Y you could pick out another tea. I... It's fine. It's fine. Green tea's good. Let's do green tea. Okay, so I, uh, I fill the pot with water. Uh, this faucet, it, uh, it has a built-in filter, I think. Is, is that okay for tea? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, filter water's fine. 
and I, I fill it up to, uh, uh, to about there, yeah. Okay. And I, uh, I put it on the stove and turn it on. Yep. Just put it on full heat and I'll keep an eye on the bubbles and let you know when it's ready. Okay. Got it. And I, uh, I put this little bag in it? Uh, not yet. No. And, and for the tea bags, you just put them in the teacup themselves. One tea bag for one cup of tea. Oh, gotcha. Thank you for doing this for me. <laughs> uh, I hardly feel like you should be thanking me. You're the one doing all the hard work. I'm just doing what you tell me to do. It's alright. It's your first time. Nobody just knows how to do something the first time. Everybody's gotta start somewhere. And you're still doing something nice for me, so... Thank you. Oh. Well... You're welcome. Uh, the water's ready. Oh! Um, what should I... Uh, uh, remove the tea kettle from the heat and turn off the stove, and then you just pour the water into the teacups. Uh, alright. Uh, careful. Do, do you want me to... No, no, I can... Ah! No! No! Oh, God, I am so sorry. It's okay, it's it's just water. I'm, I'm fine. Oh, God, but it's boiling water. I... What should I... Just uh, turn, turn on the faucet, cold water. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. It's okay, it's okay. It was an accident. I... I, but I should have, I should have known better. Are, are you okay? I'm fine, I'm fine. It's, it's not too bad. It just hurt a little. I'm totally fine. I'm, I'm really, really sorry. It's alright, I promise. You don't have to keep apologizing. Right, sorry. Um, right. Um, do you still, uh, want your tea? Um, yeah, but, um, I think I'll pour it this time. <laughs> right. Sorry. I mean, um... It's alright. Wait, don't beat yourself up over this, okay? I'm... <sighs> I appreciate it, but... I kind of do this kind of dumb stuff all the time. Well, not everyone can be an expert at tea pouring. <laughs> if it, um, if it makes you feel any better, I can't say the word specific. You, you can't say the word specific? No, p uh, P-A-C-I-F-I-C. Pacific? <laughs> yeah, that. You can't say Pacific? I can't. Really? Really. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's just... It's one of those words. I just can't do it. <laughs> so, don't be too hard on yourself. We all have our limitations and struggles. At least you can say... Pacific. T. Thank you. I would just let it cool a bit first. It's... Right. Earlier, 
You asked me how it was that I um, got into what I'm doing now. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> well, um, this. This sort of stuff is how. What do you mean? I struggle a lot with doing things. I just kind of mess everything up wherever I go. Like... I'll just forget to do things, or I'll mess up the simplest instructions. I I can't even pour a kettle of hot water without messing it up. And uh, I've always been this way. All I ever do is cause trouble for everyone around me, drag people down. And no matter how hard I try, I just, I never get better. Nothing I do changes anything. Like. There's just something deep down inside of me that's just wrong. And I'll never get past it. So I went to Dr. Dawkins and I asked her if she could fix me, if she could do anything to help me. I told her I would do anything, anything if she could just make me even a smidgen less of a walking disaster. Anything to be just less useless. And she took me in. And she's helping me. So I'm working with her as her assistant while she works on fixing whatever's wrong with me. I... Uh, that's... That's a lot. I, uh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's, it's not your fault I'm like this. What, what do you mean by, uh, by fix? It's difficult to explain. Right. Well, Atticus, I, I know you barely know me, and... I don't really have any place here to speak on your personal matters, but, um, just try to be kind to yourself, okay? Whatever you can or can't do, try not to hate yourself for it. Having struggles and limitations and difficulties, regardless of how many you have, those don't render you a useless human being. You're worth more than how many kettles you can pour. I know it's easy to get frustrated with yourself, especially when the things you struggle with seem to come so easily to others, but you're, you're on your own journey. So try to be kind to yourself on it. Sorry if I am. Uh... No, it's all right. I appreciate it. I, I think the tea is probably cool enough to drink now. Oh, right. How is it? It's, um, it tastes like water with, uh... Does it taste like hot leaf water? <laughs> yeah, kinda. Well, good, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Finding Atlas is written, directed, and produced by Angel Andrews. This episode features the voices of Caroline Minx as Henry Porter, Angel Andrews as Dr. Cornelia Stockins, Lucille Valentine as Francesca Porter, and Mandy Hall as Atticus Hunt. Additional credits, transcripts, and content warnings will always be available on findingatlas.libsyn.com. You can also find us on social media at the Twitter handle haveandholdpod. Thank you for listening, and stay safe out there.